Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty, so you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash I do. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to today's show where I welcome Mother Nan 
Webster, and she is a licensed marriage and family therapist who specializes in the integration of Eastern and Western philosophies for mental health. For over 20 years, she has empowered clients to connect with themselves and others through mindfulness and psychotherapy interventions. And today, Modern Nan and I talk about communication issues and how to make up. If you've listened to this show for some time, you'll know that we pretty often cover communication because it's such an important topic in relationships. And I really enjoyed this conversation because it had a different approach, some new tools that haven't really discussed too much in past episodes. So I know you guys are going to love the actionable tips that Modern Nan gives us. And I really also enjoyed the making up part because I know sometimes for me, I get into conflict and then can kind of get stuck in the making up process of the communication and uh, just always looking for tools that can help me better navigate my relationship with my partner, family members, clients, you name it, friends. This applies to all those. So I know you guys will love the tips in today's show. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Hi, Modern Nan. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Today, we're going to talk about communication issues and how to make up. So let's start with having you share some of the more common communication issues that you come across when working with couples. Yeah. So what happens is, first thing first, the number one issue that couples bring to therapy is communication. Like no matter what else is going on when I ask, like, you know, when you're done working with me, what are the things you want to work, um, see changed? And one of them is communication. And under communication, some of the issues are feeling misunderstood, feeling not listened to, feeling not seen, feeling frustrated. And, and sadly, a lot of those do come from our childhood experiences, but they show up in our romantic relationships. And friendships as well. From personal experience, and our listeners, I'm sure, can resonate with with all those things you just said. But I find if I'm feeling misunderstood, even if it's not a conflict, but it, it seems to cut so deep. I think most of us want to feel understood, obviously. But is there a reason that that someone listening who feels misunderstood it, that that maybe cutting extra deep and it's extra important to find that understanding in a relationship? Yes. The thing is, when we feel misunderstood, we're also feeling misseen or unseen. And if you think about the work by Dr. Ed Tronic, but Ed Tronic's work talks about how when we don't feel seen as children, that it actually brings an anxiety within us and we desperately want to feel seen. We desperately want to feel that we matter. So when someone isn't listening to us or we feel they're not listening or they don't understand us, it can really ignite or trigger a part of us that feels not seen, not important, not valued. And if you think about the Japanese culture, one of the things that in this is old traditional Japanese culture, they'll look at the worst thing to do to a person is to shun them. 
So when you don't feel heard or seen, it's like a mini little shunning. It's a mini, mini little ignoring and it, and it triggers our pain, hurt, sadness, anxiety. How can we better communicate if we're feeling unseen? And then I want to play the other side too. If our partner's saying, hey, I feel really misunderstood, how we can maybe listen better. Yeah, so what happens is when we're communicating, the number one thing that I talk to clients about is what is your main objective? So I'm going to answer your question in a couple different ways. So the first thing is if you are the speaker, it's really about pausing and asking yourself, what is the one thing I want him or her to hear? Because what happens is when, when when we are communicating and we're not feeling heard by the other person, it could be that we're saying actually three to five things. And the person who's the listener is maybe only responding to one of them, but it's not the most important. But that's their objective. You just presented five things and the person picked up one. And you're going like, you're not listening to me. And the person's like, well, no, you just said this. And I reply, no, you don't understand. And then we're kind of off to the races and in a fight. So for the speaker, if you want to feel heard, pause and really ask in this one moment, this right now, what is the thing I really want him, her, them to understand or do? So it usually comes two things. Do you want to feel more understood, empathy, sympathy, connecting? Or second, do you want an action? So um, so that's one. If you're the listener and, and you feel confused, then clarify. You know, honey, you said a lot of things. What was the one thing you really wanted me to l- respond to? If you are the listener, and I'd work with this with couples all the time, is defensiveness. I say the antidote to defensiveness is curiosity. So if you're the listener and you feel a whoosh sensation in your body of like, but, 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 ah, reaction, that means you're being defensive. And if you're curious you're more likely to be in harmony in the conversation than in disharmony. Now, here's the ticker. If if we're triggered, it doesn't matter how good we use the communication, you got to get out of Dodge and take a time out. Say to them, you know what? This is an important conversation and I need a five-minute time out to cool off. I don't think I'm going to be the relational partner that you need and want. I might need five minutes, I might need 10, I might need an hour. It's important to always give your partner a time frame because if we tend to do, it's like, I can't do this anymore and they walk out of the room and the partner's like, oh my God, they're abandoning me, which is another trigger. And now we're off to the races. When we're asking ourselves, you know, the main objective in trying to dig into that, what are some questions we can ask? Because that can be hard to to figure out what it is. And that's a huge part of this communication. So what are some questions we can ask ourselves individually? Well, we can ask ourselves, what do I want out of the situation? Do I want to feel heard? And if I want to feel heard, what part of my story do I want them to witness? So it could be, you know, honey, I'm having a conflict with one of my good friends. I don't want you to fix it. I just would really, I just, I just want to hear that you're on my team. I just want to hear that you just say, I'm sorry, Mother Nan, that sucks. What a bummer. 
and they and then your partner goes okay and then i can share like you know what i'm feeling blah 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 and the person learns to go uh-huh wow that sucks i'm sorry or it's you know honey what i really need is some feedback. I'm wondering if I'm off on this issue with my friend. Could you, I know you love me. So if you could give me some some healthy feedback that helps me maybe look at the situation. So that's a way to really ask our partners. If we're triggered, like if we're not in our center and we, which when I say triggered, I often talk about with clients, how we all have multiple lenses And our lenses come from our past drama and trauma. So if you're coming to your partner and you notice you have a little trigger or a lens, like maybe you have your defensive lens in, or you have your I'm not enough lens, or you have the you don't ever listen to me lens, or you have um, I wish we were closer lens, or I'm afraid you're going to leave me lens. Like if you have any little lens, you may even have three of them at once. It might be that you're talking in riddles and and your partner's just not going to know how to be there for you. And if they have their own lenses, then that's another whole situation. And so it is being able to really sit for a moment, if you have it, and really sit with, what is it that I want when I'm done with this conversation? What do I want to feel or walk away from? When we ask our partner hey, I'm feeling this about a conflict with my friend. Can you give me your opinion? You know, that's important because it gives us the power to to frame the conversation of what it is we want. It's clear communication because if we just go in and, and we're unclear and your partner, you're looking for advice or you're not looking for advice, maybe is the more mm-hmm. common one. And then your partner right. tries to fix it. That can be super annoying. Mm-hmm. But it, it's almost like you got to point the finger back at yourself because you didn't tell them, you know, what it was you were looking for because it's so easy to blame, you know. It's so easy in, to blame. In that situation. But I'm also thinking about instances where, and this is a bit of maybe psychoanalysis on on myself, but I'm happy to share personal stuff. Nothing specific, but when it comes to communication, there's been times where I share and my partner will come with a response. And I feel like they they understand, but it's very maybe like unemotional. It's kind of like they're maybe in this, this is not blaming. I'm just saying the way I feel, but their response is, is just like, okay. Yeah. I see Mm -hmm. that. And it's like, there's something in me that needs like extra reassurance of like, do you really see that? And they're like, yep. I know. It's just like, and I know that speaks more to me. So what is that in, in myself that's requiring like, more dialogue around the idea of like, do you really understand? It's like, I need this extra assurance. Does that make sense? It does. I mean, the first thing I would say is if you were, you and I were going to dig deeper into that is when you have that feeling of, I'm not feeling, I'm going to paraphrase, I'm not feeling close enough to who I'm speaking with. And so there's like, like a little bit more of maybe a neediness or needing reassurance. And what I would say is in that split moment, if you can pause and go within and ask yourself, how old does this feeling feel to me right now? And and if it's like, oh, that feels young, like maybe like seven or 12, then that has nothing to do with the person you're sitting in front of. That has to do with your own inner child wound. And then that's the place where it's it's working on 
connecting to your wise functioning adult self, which is, you know, and I often tell clients like, that's when you say your age, like, and, and so you could do some, like if I were doing a session, I would have the person close their eyes and have you close your eyes and I'd locate help, you know, invite you to locate that, that feeling of that's not enough. I'm not feeling like you're really getting what I'm feeling. Okay, scan your body. Where in your body do you feel that? Okay, I feel it in my left chest. Okay, how close do you feel to it? I feel pretty close. How how do you feel about it? Well, I don't know, or I feel curious, or I don't like it. So depending on what the client says will allow me to help guide them on how to be with this inner part of them that's that's hijacking the situation. And once we learn, oh, I have an inner emotion in me that really stems from my seven-year-old self. And when I'm interacting in my adult relationship, it's reminding that part, hey, I got this. Because what happens is that when we come to our partner and and they're having let's just say a pretty normal reaction and we're having a big reaction to their normal reaction. And what can happen is, is that it's, it's if we're driving a car, it's like all of a sudden we have a seven-year-old who can't even see over the seat and we're crashing, you know, metaphorically. And so then that's the piece is really doing our inner work of loving that part of us, listening to that part of us, talking to that part of us, reminding that part, hey, I'm you grown up. Like, I got this. Like, yeah, it's right. Mom didn't listen to us. Or I was the forgotten child because I was easy. And I'm you grown up. I'm in a healthy relationship. My partner's doing the best they can. And me, the 36-year-old or 45-year-old or 50-year-old self is going to be the one in communication. And I'm going to stand between my partner and this trigger inside of me. And I'm going to work with it. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. Money is one of the biggest stressors in relationships. While worrying about it doesn't help a ton, Earnin actually does. Our sponsor, Earnin, is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Many couples end up fighting about finances, especially when surprise costs arise. Earnin allows you to seamlessly deal with that unexpected trip to the vet or the last minute gift for loved ones without any stress, letting you and your partner focus on what really matters. Earnin is helping millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient and to worry and fight less about money. All of this without debt trap, mandatory fees, or credit checks. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download Earnin app, type in relationship advice under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's relationship advice under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? 
It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving relationship advice listeners 10% off when you visit Hero dot co and use the code I do at checkout. I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing. And they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. Their white bread is so good and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family and we all walked to the lake and the only bread we had in the house was Hero Bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any Hero Bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low-quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H E R O dot C O. As we dig into these childhood wounds and triggers, is it appropriate to then, let's go with that example that we just went through, to then bring that to our partner and say, hey, you know, I realize from my childhood that I need extra reassurance because my parents never really listened to me. And I just want, want to share that. And as long as that's not shared in a way that is expecting a, our partner to act a certain way, is it appropriate to, to kind of share that and, you know, yeah, I guess request our partner, hey, like, can we maybe talk about this thing that I need a little bit more reassurance around? But because to me, that's a, a fine line between, you know, healing and, and external control and expecting mm -hmm. our partner to act a certain way to make us feel good. Yeah, well, I think if you are okay with hearing no, then you ask. If you feel like I wouldn't be okay hearing my partner say no, then that means that there's still some more work that the individual needs to do on themselves to not be piling their pain into their partner's lap and expecting them to heal them, which can be a misconception. The Imago effect, which is the concept that we fall in love with our unfinished business, that our partner's um, 
represent part of our unfinished pain and hurt from our childhood. And in some of the Imago work out there from different uh, modalities or therapists is around using, utilizing the relationship to heal our past. And there's a really fine line between holding our partners responsible for our healing and really having our own responsibility. And I think that in some ways, you're going to get a deeper, bigger change by doing the work and being responsible within ourselves, And it's really about strengthening our wise self that, you know, like who we are now, which it's in some ways it's being, you know, unattached to outcome, which then, I mean, that connects us to codependency issues that sometimes we might be afraid to confront our partners or say we don't like something or that we want something because we're afraid that they'll say no and then they'll leave us. Again, I'm being generic and to the worst extreme, of course. And there is still this piece around, I'm still responsible with how I, I am. I have a saying in my waiting room that says, how you treat me is your karma, how I react is mine. And, you know, all humans have two boundaries. We have an inside boundary and we have an outside boundary. The outside boundary is the one that we most talk about in our culture. Like, that's my boundary. Don't talk to me that way. Or I'm not going to go to that event because I don't feel safe in that event. So we we hear that quite a lot. So what, what in ROT, which is the kind of therapy I've trained in with Terry Real, the outside boundary is about protecting us from the outside world. And, and so, and that's our responsibility. We put the boundary up or we lower the boundary if we want to engage. Here's the ticker, really important, the inside boundary. And the inside boundary is us protecting the world from us. Because if I'm hurt and and I'm and both boundaries are down and I'm just like vomiting, emotionally vomiting all over the sales clerk or my partner or my children or my mother or my best friend, I'm not really protecting this relationship or the person in front of me because I feel I have a right to tell you how I'm feeling because I'm hurt. But that's not holding an internal boundary. And so it it is us. This is why it's so important, whether if you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, is to do our our own work. To, you know, be able to to grow, to learn and learn how to self-reflect because most of what we think in our mind is actually not true. And that's what like with couples, they'll be talking and one person will respond like really big to what the person just said. And I'll say, wait, 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 time out, time out. And I'll say, what did you just hear your partner say? And they'll say something and I'll, and I'll say, I did not hear that. And, and, and I'll look at the person who just spoke. I go, is that what you said? And they say, no. And I'll say, if I wasn't here, this would have now been a fight. And so then I say, okay, slow down, take a deep breath. and. I asked both of them, only looking at this conversation right now, what is the most important thing you want the other person to hear or know? And so it's it's calming down, it's taking a deep breath. And if you take a five minute, 10 minute time out because you're too, you're too wound up to talk, it's not just going and going on your phone and surfing. You go, you do some meditation, you go for a run, you splash cold water on your face, you take a cold shower, you take a hot shower, you do some journaling, you do active work. So you come back into your wise self 
So when you come back to your partner to communicate, you're operating from that space and not from the whoosh feeling of, well, you never and you always blah, 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 blah. So that it's important to do our work. Yeah. And it's really our life's work, right? Like it's an ongoing process. And these are some great tools and, and things to think about. When you said, you know, most of what we hear is not the reality. What do you think that that is in us that uh, so often causes that? Yeah. So um, in the yogic philosophy, there's a belief system that our minds is it's an organ like everything else, right? So our mind has a job. And unless we learn to train the mind to be more an awareness, more connected to source, more grounded, you know, it's like, who's the mind going to serve? And that's where personal work comes in. When we don't do the work, our mind tends to think in contrasts, right, wrong, good, bad, stop, go. Our mind is always looking at life through those kinds of lenses. So the way that happens, if you just think of the, about the science of the mind, the frontal lobe is all about action and reaction. So you're thinking like, do I engage? Do I not engage? Is it good for me? Is it bad for me? The upper part of your brain has to do more of how you are able to emotionally process. So doing the self-care work, meditation, doing depth work, reading, learning actually increases the white matter in the upper partial part of the brain, which helps us to be more aware. The back part of the brain, which is memories, and those are those lenses I talked about. So these are all components that influence how you think and process life. There's another one, which is the amygdala. And the amygdala basically is fight, flight, freeze, or fix. And the amygdala does not have an attachment to um, is this a you know is this my partner yelling at me or am I being attacked by a bear? The amygdala is just like oh my god do I attack? Do I freeze? So maybe they won't see me. You know they're just stonewalling if you think about couples, or do I try to fix it, or do I just like walk up and walk, get up and walk away? So those are some of the components of the brain and the mind of how it impacts how you think. That's why the more self-work that we do, we start to learn to be like, okay, wait a minute. There's the thought. Maybe it's not true. I'm getting pretty reactive to my partner. And I, and I look at some of my clients and they'll say like, well, my partner is this and that. And they're so insensitive. They never listen to me. And I look at them and I say, well, wow. I mean, why are you with this person? They sound horrible. And they go, uh, well, no, they're not that bad. I love them and, you know, they try hard and they're, no, no, no. And, but do you see how the story in the moment creates the, the feeling? I have this thing I tell clients. Our thought impacts how we feel and how we feel impacts how we behave. So again, it's, if it's being aware of how am I thinking, because that's going to impact how I'm feeling. So, so if you have these three entities, thought, feeling, behavior. We can come in as a human being at any of these levels and create change. If we can catch the thought right away and be like, oh, wait a minute, that's not true. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Okay, what do I want to actually, you know, look at the facts. What's actually, 
like facts, the door slammed. Does that mean that they're mad at me? Maybe not. Or emotion. Oh my God, I, I'm feeling so hurt. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is another intervention. Pause, look at the emotion and ask yourself, what was I thinking right before I felt that emotion? Or third, behavior. So let's say, let's say the thought got away from you. You couldn't catch it. The emotion whoosh, came. You couldn't catch the emotion. Now you've acted out. And so here's an intervention. And I, I learned this from another therapist who then I've cultivated and, and used it over the years with my children. Here's the intervention. If you behave in a way that's conflictual, it's causing a conflict in your relation, any relationship, you have two options. If it just happened, you say do over and you pause and you literally do the whole thing again. And, and, and of course you tell your partner, like, let's practice this tool. If, if, you know, if, if I, the example I give is I, I walk into my son's room. I have an 18 year old and a 20 year old. I walk into my 18 year old and good morning, honey. I'm like, why are you coming in my room? And I close the door. I say, do over. I close the door. I walk away for five minutes and then I come back and I knock on the door and I open, I say, good morning, honey. And he goes, good morning. And then that's, that's fine. What parents tend to do is why are you talking to me that way? I was just saying good morning. You're being rude, blah, 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 blah. Now we're off to the races. The child feels shamed and now they're going to get big and there we go. Same in relationships. Why are you talking to me that you're controlling me? Just do do over. Give each other a free hall pass to just do it again. Now, if the behavior, let's say you, you act out, they act and it gets muddy and you're kind of in it and you realize, okay, then you can say, makeup, which means you take a time out, you both do the work to ground yourself, come back to the wise self, come back. And then you have two interventions I often teach that I've created over the years. The first intervention, and you pick one or the other. The first tool is you can bring up what's the one thing out of this one conversation, not yesterday, not last year, not your in-laws, not money. What's the one thing you want him or her to hear that's important to you? And you say, the one thing I really wanted you to hear is, and it's really like one or two to three sentences max. And the other person just says, okay, interesting. Thank you. They respond. You might need to have a little break to let it just kind of sink in and come have a conversation later. That's the one. The other option is how you make up from when there's been acting out or bad behavior. Is you come back and each of you, the way you heal, because you can't unpack it all, you'll just end up in a fight again. You come back and you say, okay, the one thing you say to your partner, what is the one thing I said or did that hurt you the most? One thing I said or did that hurt you the most. And your partner takes a moment and thinks, you know, I didn't like it when you said you were done and walked away. If that is 70% true, or even like 60% true, if you want to have harmony, you own the truth. It's called the acceptance paradox, which was developed by Dr. David Burns. You, the acceptance paradox is when your partner says you did X, this, X, Y, Z. If we can just say, you know what? You're right. I did. I'm sorry. It takes all the wind out of the sail. 
But most of us, we get defensive and why well, didn't mean it that way? And you don't understand. And I'm not such a bad person. And then, and now you're, the person doesn't feel heard and seen, which comes back to the beginning of our conversation and you're, you're back in the fight. And so when a per, you just, what's the one thing I said or did that hurt you the most? We listen, we accept it. We say, yes, I'm sorry. I did do that. I did say that. And the other person says, thank you. Then you switch. What's the one thing I said or did that hurt you the most? This one situation, not 10 years ago. And then you have what I call a soft start. You say, you say each do your part. You respond, you say, thank you. And you separate, like you go into the other parts of the house, you go run an errand for maybe 20 minutes or in half an hour, an hour. And then you come back with a soft start, which is something about your day. Like you talk about dinner because people don't always know how to, like we make up and we think it should be like kumbaya and I love you and hugs, but people need moment for it to digest. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. When you work full-time, have kids, and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple-step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy... No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code IDO when you check out at oneskin.co. I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month, and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. If you're tuning into today's show, you're probably aware that mental health and relationship challenges are a part of life, but they don't have to define you and you're not alone. If you've ever wished that you could join a conversation with an expert and call into a show in a similar vein as relationship advice, here's an opportunity for you. If you're navigating something messy, call the Dr. John Deloney Show. His show recently hit top five of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts, and for a good reason. With a PhD in counseling and two decades of experience sitting with people, Dr. Deloney brings practical advice on how to connect with others, face depression, overcome anxiety, and find true wellness. 
This caller-driven show tackles real-life issues from relationships to emotional well-being. Dr. Deloney walks alongside people just like you as they navigate tough decisions. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Send your questions, leave a voicemail at 844-693-3291 or email askjohn at ramseysolutions.com. They want to talk to you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website. I think in that moment, just to stay there and then I want to comment on the rest, but Sometimes a, a little humor is also nice and like unrelated, you know, like you said, talk about the day and mm-hmm. obviously you don't want to be sarcastic and make fun, but inserting that, that, you know, like not taking things so seriously, because a lot of times when we do get stuck in these trigger modes, everything feels so big and heavy yeah. and, and, uh, just reminding ourselves like, Hey, you know, also what do we both want? We both want to be connected and feel understood and thrive. And I think that's also a valuable thing to remind ourselves in that moment of like, not they're wrong or I'm right. It's like, what's my objective here in the communication? But ultimately, we both want to feel good and not to be in this fight. No one wants to feel that and kind of having that mindset of hopefully your partner's on the same page or getting on that page. Like we, we want to be connected. We don't want to be doing this. We don't have to talk it all out and go over the history. Let's hug and just like embrace each other and be thankful for what we have. I, I found I had, my partner did that the other week that it was super valuable. I was worked up. I was all up in my head. I wanted to to kind of solve the disagreement. And she was like, hey, 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 kind of like almost just like grabbed me and was like, gave me a hug and was like, you know, it's all right, you, sh- 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 sh, you know, and, and I was so triggered and, and not rightfully so. And that kind of was like, took me out of this reptilian brain that I was in and, and everything. I honestly, like an hour later, forgot even what I was so worked up about. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, when we're in a trigger of fight, flight, freeze, fix, we often don't actually know what we're upset about. We're just in survival mode, as you mentioned. And that's why doing our own work so that we can be responsible for ourselves and be also then open if our partner leans in and does something like what you just described of hugging and we're having a little joke. It makes me remember when my son was little and he used to have these meltdowns, my 20-year-old. And I used to start dancing and singing because it was just like, I, I couldn't convince him. I couldn't pull him out. I I didn't know what was going on. And I would just be so, so incredibly silly that he would just laugh. And then, then I could lean in and have the the hug. And, and that's the thing is like, you know, children in which we were all children at one point have five basic needs to feel heard, to feel seen, unconditional love, to feel safe, physically safe, and to have boundaries. That's the, that's the objective. That's the goal. That's the basics, what every parent needs to give their child. And most of us don't get them. And then we spend the rest of our lives trying to find it. Yeah. That's a whole other episode that we can go over that. And even, 
each one of those deserves its own episode, but becoming aware of just that fact and that we we acted out as adults in our relationships. And that's the beauty of relationships, though, is that it's a mirror for us to see these things that are going to be there whether or not we're in a relationship and to heal them through through the relationship and through consciousness and through tools uh, that you've mm -hmm. shared today. So thank you so much for covering these things. Before we wrap up, is there anything that uh, maybe we skipped over or something you want to leave our listeners with before we say goodbye? No, I think we, we covered a lot of information in this time. I just have a favorite quote, which I often share, which is, it's not the life you live, it's the courage you bring to it. We often think about the end result, and it's really not always about the end result. It's about how we are in, in the middle of it. And a really good example is, is parenting. It, and even long-term marriage, like if you see those, that old couple holding hands and walking down the street, it's, it's not that they made it. It's the, it's, it's the courage that they had to do the work. And it's not to say that all relationships should be together. Some relationships do need to end. And it's still the courage that we bring to each situation that I think is what really gives us, um, you know, gives us strength and change and even inner peace at some point. And where can our listeners find you online? Um, I have a website, which is uh, my name, mutternan.com. And I'm also on Instagram, which is mutternan. I'm, I'm probably the only mutternan in all of America. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we'll have those links in our show notes to this episode and on our website at idopodcast.com. And thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show. Thank you so much for the invitation. I enjoyed our talk. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, and while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, we really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner, or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners if you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. We've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, 
visit pleasurepodcasts.com.